Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Jack and Joe Show. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Jack and Joe Show, here with Dave Goodfellow again. This is going to be Dave's full episode, we're going to dive deep into to Dave's background. Ooh. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might regret this one. <laughs> Get all the details, yeah. all the secrets. Okay, Dave, if, um, if you want to start us off, just talk a bit about your background, um, okay. let everyone know what you did before service accommodation, how you got into it and, and all the bits. Yeah, okay, so um, so my background, I suppose, I, I started off my career, let's not go further back than that, so I went to university, um, I can't even remember the year that was, <laughs> but I got kind of six months in, six months into university and yeah. uh, it wasn't for me. Really? So, yeah, yeah I, was, I was, I shipped myself up to Dundee, I got on a master's course, which was supposed to be like five years or something like that. Right. I got about six months in and I was like, I've got no money, I can't get a job anywhere, I'm living like a bomb. And I was always used to before that, sort of earning money. Yeah. So I worked at a job in Sainsbury's and every time I had a summer holiday, I used to always go out and do a bit of grafting for somebody, whether it was yeah. tiling or labouring or something. So I always had a pot nice. of money somewhere to, yeah. to kind of um, satisfy my, uh, my hobbies, <laughs> wherever that might be. <laughs> Some weird hobbies I've had as well, but we won't go into yeah. it. Probably not, Save that for another probably podcast. not for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I went from, went from uni, I kind of quit uni six months in, and I left that and I went to work for a company called Everest um, okay. Home Improvements. Okay. Uh, um, sort of national company, you know, known, known as a premium brand within, within, um, within the UK. So I went to work for them at the age of 19. Started um, as a I booked services for them, so I did. Um, so somebody called in with a maintenance issue with their window or their their gutters or whatever that might be. Mm, yeah, I'd um, kind of get the engineer and book them out, and they'd go and do that. So I did that for a, about six months, and then I, I was like, "Well, there could be some, there could be some um, real good opportunities in this company." Yeah. So I wrote to the um, the HR director at the time, and I was like, "Look, I want to." progress so I want to make, make something of myself is there anything that I could do within this business to yeah. to get myself pushed forward yeah and um so I, and I also applied for the uh, a role that I knew was well out of my reach yeah. I was an installation manager at the time I was like 19 the average age of an installation manager was probably like 
35 to 40. <laughs> that sounded really old then, but that's me now. Um, and I got, I, I ended up getting an interview, but with the HR director. Yeah. Um, which was really good for me because I got, I got to meet them and then I kind of did a bit of a presentation to them of what I wanted to do. And then they, nice. offered, they offered me a, a management training program. Nice. So I, I went through that managing, management training program. It was supposed to take two years. I did it in, I think it was 18 months. Then they offered me a job as an installation manager when I was, I think it was about 21. Yeah, maybe 20, 21. 20, mm-hmm. 21. So I was the youngest doing that job in the company at the time. And then I, I won't bore you with the details. I, I stayed with that company for 15 years. Okay. And worked my way up from an installation manager to a, a regional operations manager. Nice. I was running... Um, about thirty million pounds worth of business. Yeah, yeah. Where was that? In Chester? In, no, well, I did all over the country, so I really, dotted yeah. about. It's it probably not a, not a place in the country I haven't been working really, for. Yeah, sure, all over. So that. yeah, I just opened myself up and dotted myself about anywhere they wanted me to go. I was always on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. If you want me to go there, no problem. I'll do it. Right. Sweet. And I ended up being a troubleshooter for them. So any branches that they had that were underperforming, I'd go in. Right. I'd okay. hire, fire, do all that sort yeah, of stuff yeah. with yeah. them as well. So I just worked all over the place. And then at the end of my 15 years, I was a regional ops manager, running about £30 million worth of business. Um, and then I got an offer from a, a, a small um, an SME, so a small to medium enterprise, yeah. in uh, Reading. And that was a really interesting job. So yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, I went to work for them for a couple of years. And what they did was, um, we used to do um, really high-end shutters on people's properties. So we used to go and work on like billionaires or millionaires' properties in in the centre of London, and we used to fit shutters while they to, either to their property ex, um, externally, or we used to as they were building it, build them into the um, the lintel systems in there. Yeah, yeah. And some of the some. Of the, properties I used to see there and some of the money was just unbelievable. We we did this one one particular house on Primrose Hill and just the I think the guy was like some sort of hedge fund manager. And I just yeah. thought, wow. Um but it's, he had he had a background in property as well. Mm-hmm. And every every house that I went to or every place that I went to was like, what does this guy do? Some mm. of them were like Russian mafia, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I know what they did. But what, when you find out what the guys do, everybody had some sort of property background. Yeah, right? yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm onto something here. What's going on? Yeah. So I stayed there for a couple of years. My missus fell pregnant. I say my missus, my fiance. She's my fiance, but we've been like together for like 13 years. And I proposed to her 12 years ago, I think it was. Still haven't made an honest woman of her, but we will do it some point. <laughs> Um, she fell pregnant and I was I was at the stage in my life where I was going away on a Sunday evening and I was coming back on a Friday yeah. evening I'd be like a zombie until Sunday afternoon again mm-hmm. because I was working like 14, 15 hours a day yeah. I'd start brightening up and then I'd be back off down to Reading yeah. again so um, I was just like look we've got to, we've got to change this I've got to do something different I'm quite interested in property and we'd, we'd already kind of done three or four um, flips, mm-hmm. but like not, we didn't know they were flips at that time. We, we were just buying properties that, you know, were below market value. Yeah. We didn't know that phrase then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were going to auctions. 
I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you a story about the first prophecy I bought because it's quite interesting. So it was about eight years ago now. Um, I bought, uh, well, let me go back a step. So I found a, I found a prop, two properties on a street in, in Chester called Ermine Road mm-hmm. in Hool, really good area. Six, they were, they were, it was a six-bed HMO and a five-bed HMO, I think it was at the time. Maybe they were both six-bed HMOs. So I said to my missus, right, you go to the, you go to the, um, the, the auction and you place the bid for me, but don't go above 80,000 on that property. It's the cap, right? So, um, and remember there was two on the street. So, <laughs> so um, on the day, I phoned her at lunchtime and I said, right, how did you get on? She said, I've got one, Dave, it's great. So fantastic. How much did you pay for it? 115. And I was like, didn't we say cap it at 80,000? And she was like, yeah. Well, my dad said, we can't miss it for that. So what was my next question? How much did the other one go for? How much yeah. do you reckon it went for? 80,000. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She said, but it's much better property than that. I said, okay, anyway, it is what it is. So I, I got a six bed HMO on this... Um, on this street. Really, yeah. And again, I didn't know what I know now. So we, <laughs> we converted it back into a house. Okay. Which, knowing what I know now is a bit crazy. <laughs> what I should have done, just kept it as a six or a seven bed HMO. Yeah. Done it up, hmm. revalued it, took all my money out, mm-hmm. and then um, had it cash flowing for me for the last eight years, which yeah. we, we don't know what you don't know, do you? Yeah. So that was my first property that I bought. And, we actually did all right out of it. We ended up converting it back into a house, and we made thirty k on it. Mm-hmm. So even though we made all those mistakes, we still made still money. Made money. Yeah, yeah. Still made money. Yeah, yeah. So and then we did that on like two or three others, three or four others, four others, but not knowing what we were doing in property. And I was still kind of working at the same time. Yeah. I'd project manage some of it. Lucy would go and do a couple of them as well, and she did really well at it. Actually, she was probably better than me at it. <laughs> um, so then I was working away and I just thought to myself, right, I've got to get out of this. I've got to get out of this. I can't be away from one of my missus and two, my, um, my, my little girl. I don't want to miss my little girl growing up. Mm-hmm. So I started looking on the internet about property and then I come across Rob Moore yeah. and his book money and that's when I started really. So I, I was listening to his Audible um, uh, money book mm. on, the, on, on my long journeys. And then once I'd done that one, you know, they pop up with all the others, the other stuff. So I bought yeah. Audible. I pay like a subscription every month. Yeah. <clears throat> and what it did was it then started popping up with all this other stuff like property secrets and all the all the other juicy stuff that he'd done. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I'm onto something here. Because mm-hmm. listen, I listened to them all and started getting involved and, and, and understanding a bit more about all the different di- different strategies and. Yeah. But yeah. then in a book or on an Audible, it's not really. That you don't mm. get to know everything. Mm. They're great as a as a stepping stone, but yeah. you know. So then what? Um, then what I did is uh, I, I I found out that he run Progressive Property, so I contacted Progressive Property, and then I got put on a what they call a discovery day. 
Mm. You just get you know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> you've been on them. You've been on them soppy. Yeah, that's yeah. where you two met. That's right? where we that's met. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you know you know you know the script with Progressive Prophecy. They're great. They're a great company. They do sell hard, but they are. They got some really good courses. So I went on the Discovery Day anyway. Um, and I got upsold like you do, and I ended up booking the masterclass for um, I think this was March. I think no May two thousand and seventeen. What year now? No, May 2018. Mm-hmm. So I went on this four-day course, yeah. and you get got to learn all these different strategies. And by the end of it, you know, it's like you come out there, you're buzzing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm going to take over the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other. And, and at that point, because I'd been doing flips and it was comfortable for me, I kind of thought that's that was what I was going to go into. Mm-hmm. So I went on the Masterclass course, and we, we had a couple of... Um, properties as well that we were doing buy to lets with yeah. as well as doing the flips over an eight year period going back so <clears throat> I come out of, that, out of that course and I was like right I'm going to do flips so I went on a flip course mm-hmm. the flip course I went on I kind of knew everything already because I've been doing it and I yeah, found yeah. most of the people that were on the course were people who wanted to learn about doing them not actually oh, yeah. in the process of doing them Yeah. so we went back to the, um, uh, after I come out of that course, there was all sorts of different things. You know, serviced accommodation was probably the buzzword back then. Yeah. And they keep saying serviced accommodation is the buzzword now. It's been that for the last two years. Yeah. It's not like the new thing. So everywhere you go and people stand up and they go, yeah, I'm looking to get into serviced accommodation. Yeah. Mm. Doing that for years. Yeah. It's not like, it's not a new thing. <laughs> Every, it's new to property, I suppose. Yeah. So even though it's only been two years, it's still the buzzword now. Yeah. So I had uh, two two buy to let properties. Yeah. And uh, we still got one buy to let, but one of them I was having problems with the tenant. She'd been in there for like two and a half years, no issues at all. Yeah. She lost her job. She owed me a load of money. I think it's about three and a half grand. She still owes me. I can't find her. She vacated the property. And I was like, right. This is my opportunity. It was in the centre of Chester. I used to live in it. Yeah. I have to take you there at some point, show you. Sounds yeah, this was good. Um, three bed, it was a three bed townhouse right in the centre of Chester. Fantastic. It had parking at the front, little garden at the back, beautiful property. So she went and I thought, right, this is my opportunity to have a, have a crack at serviced accommodation. Mm-hmm. Didn't deal analyse it because I didn't know what that was at the time. Yeah. Um, but just had a gut feel for it that it would work. I'm not condoning not deal analyzing. <laughs> um, you must deal analyze everything. Um, yeah. If I go, I've taken a property on which we're offloading this year because I didn't deal analyze it and okay. it was in the wrong area. It, it, yeah. We kind of broke even on it this year, but none of us are in the business to break even, right? Yeah. Um, that property, Wharf, Wharf View in Chester, I changed into serviced accommodation. So after doing being in Reading for two years, I handed my notice in and I wanted to come back up north. So I phoned my old boss from Everest and I said, look. I had enough down here. I want to come back up because yeah. I knew my old job because I knew it like knew it like the back of my hand. I could do it in like four or five hours a day. Yeah, I I went back to there mm-hmm. and I'm working on my serviced accommodation business deal, trying to find deals, etc. Yeah, um, the rest of the time. So I took my property in Warfield, went back to Everest, ch- changed that into serviced accommodation, got it set up with a managing agent because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to manage it myself. They put that into where it is in no, in November last year, yeah. And since then, we've grown from 
uh, one property in November 2018 and we took on about a property a month over the last year. Nice. We're up to 12 properties now. Next year's, um, and we've took, took on a mix of properties. Yeah. All so, in Chester? Uh, no. No. So one's in, one's in Frodsham, which is 20 miles outside of Chester. Okay. Which is the one that we're offloading. <laughs> 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 it's not part of our, it's not part of our criteria that we have okay. for that area. Yeah. It's a bit too far out of the way. And yeah, it, if we analysed it now, we'd be like, nah, don't yeah. want that. But we didn't yeah. at the time. Albeit that, that was our first property that we got with a letting agent. And it opened the doors for us. Okay, yeah. Now, when I think back to it, it opened the doors to us. They couldn't get rid of it. And we were like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what did we do that for? <laughs> anyway, um, but again, that opened the doors to us to our first letting agent. Mm, now, yeah. half of the properties that we've got have come from that letting agent. Okay. So, it was the start so, of that relationship. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, it was yeah. worth taking the deal on, like. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I still say to my business partner to this day, like, if we hadn't taken that on, then we may not have had all the others that followed. Mm, yeah. Um, and it was a really good relationship build. And I say to him, well, if, you, if, we, were, if we were to pay for training, we can call Woolly Close, which is the, the property. We can call that our training money, yeah. if you like. Yeah. We haven't lost on it. We, we haven't gained on it. But, you know, that, that's our, that's our, that, was our, that was our first um, having you into the, to the letting agent, which we learned how to do company letter agreements. We learned how mm. to speak to them. We learned how to do our story with them da, yeah. da, da, and all the other stuff that you do as part of your... It's part of your process. Mm -hmm. yes. So can you run us through like the next deal after that then? Was that based in Chester? So what was our next deal after that? The next deal after that was with another letting agent. Okay. And that was uh, three studio apartments. Nice. We went, stupidly went out and took four, four units on in the weekend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be a lot of furniture to organise. Four, four units. Well, it, it sounds a lot worse than it is. So the three studio apartments were through a letting agent, um, but they were already furnished. Oh, okay. They were already set up as serviced accommodation, but they were being managed really poorly. Right. And we could see that when we went in and looked at them, they were dirty. They were, right. you know, we went online and they were getting bad reviews about them not being cleaned properly and oh, okay. stuff be the, the, the duvets and the pillows being uncomfortable. And that's why they weren't getting any bookings. Yeah. <clears throat> so we were like, we've got a couple on board already. We know we've got a, uh, our management's okay. Yeah. Um, let's let's give these a whirl. We think we can make these work, and they were lovely. They were really nice looking studios, and they pictured really well. Yeah. I've shown you them actually. We've seen the studios. I've shown you the studios we've got. Anyway. I'll show you at some point. So we took them on, and um, yeah, we we took them on and another property yeah, mm -hmm. a, three, it was a three bed it was a three bedroom uh, terrace house in Chester in Hool again yeah it was on the opposite road of Ermine Road where I'd stupidly got rid of the six bed <laughs> um, and we took all four of those on in the in a weekend and we had to well <laughs> we took all four on and then I went on holiday and left to my business <laughs> <laughs> sort out all the stuff so he was phoning me like every day oh lord I can't remember where I was I think I might have been in my second deal I think I did in Barbados over the 
Did you? Yeah. Over, a, over a, like a video call or something. Living the dream. Yeah. yeah. Service service accommodation. So I, looked, I, looked, I looked like I was flying at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not taking no, photos was, on Instagram. It wasn't, wasn't really. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> typical, typical sort of, you know, the Facebook advertising. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm in Bados setting up deals. Yeah. Yeah. the second one, but I think it was, yeah, my, my business partner just had to go and, to go and do it all, bless him. Um, he cracked on with it and got it done though. Yeah. What's the engine for? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the same to him in January this year as well. He's, there's a couple that we've got to set up and he's suddenly, I'm off. Um, before the days where we were getting like uh, furnishing companies to come in and just do everything for us. Like, yeah. You know. I mean, you've got, to, you've got to know, I suppose when you start, you know, you've got to understand that, you've got to understand the process and know what mm. to get for the properties and go through it yourself before you can offload it to somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah. So where did we get to? So um, that was kind of February, March, January, February, March, we, we kind of took on another, uh, so what did we do? So we had Warfew, we had Woolly Close, and then we had another four in a weekend. So we had six properties by sort of March, March time last year, mm-hmm. March, April. Yeah, March, April last year, we had six properties. And they were all, well, one was owned, so I owned Warfew, that was my property. The rest of them were all rent-to-rent deals. And okay. that's, why I'm, that's why I was kind of, I was getting to with the letting, letting it, agents letting agents are your friends at the beginning yeah they'll give you the, the deals as long as you get in with the right ones set up the company let agreements for you and you have to tweak a few bits in them yourselves but yeah there uh, it's always good to, to get in with it just a couple don't yeah don't spread yourself too thinly because getting with a couple you, you guys have done the same thing right yeah we've been into quite a few agents now yeah. starting to actually actually get somewhere now and you know, getting on first name basis and, you know, actually having a good the good crack with them and sitting down with them and stuff. I'll give you a little tip with agents, right? Yeah. So when I go into a, a new letting agent now or, or or an estate agent. Yeah. I always go in and I'll speak to the estate agent. Because the letting agent is always sat where next to them. Yeah, yeah. You go into one the estate agent, letting agent. Yeah. So I'll go mm-hmm. in and I'll speak to the estate agent. But because we've got a few properties now, I'll say to the estate agent, look, I'm, I've got a serviced accommodation business. Um, I was wondering if we could help you out. Do you, do you ever have any delayed completions? Because people can't get out of their property yeah. and they can't um, get a, anything less than a six, six month AST. Yeah. And he mm. says, yeah, we have it all the time. I was like, well, I might be able to help you out with that. Yeah. And I'm talking really loudly as I'm saying it. So the letting agent's listening. Yeah. Mm. So well, we could help you out with that. I have a serviced accommodation business. We've got X amount of properties in Chester. Here's my website. This is the stuff that we do. If you ever get that again, don't think that people can't get out of their properties because we can put people up for from two nights up to wherever, however long they want to be there for. Yeah. And it's not an AST contract. They pay by the night. Yeah. And they said, well, yeah, that's perfect. Let me take your card. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the letting agents listen, and then they say, "What? Well, what is it that you do?" Yeah. <laughs> and then you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you're not doing is going in and saying, "Have you got any properties for me?" Yeah. And once, and what I always do, it's, it's a psychology thing. So when you when you say to people that they you're not really interested, they want more of you. Yeah. yeah. So I'll sit speak to the estate agent, and the letting agent comes over and say, "What do you do?" I said, "Oh, we do serviced accommodation." It's just, "Do you rent any?" So well. 
Yeah, but we're not really looking to expand that side of our business at the moment. Well, at that point, they want some here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's crazy how, how the, how the, brain, psychology how, how the brain works. Mm. So I do that when I go in now. Yeah. Nice. But you've got to have a bit of credibility behind you to be able to do that and be able to yeah. show them a website and yeah and all that. But that's a there's a there's a little tip. And you've got like two or three now, haven't you? Yeah, we've got two of them and managed and fed for someone else. Yeah. So you've got three. Do that and see how it works out for you. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's go. a really good. Well, I find it works for me. So it's a two bed terraced house in um, Hool again in Chester. Um, and what I did with that is I went through open rent. Yeah. Um, contacted her through that with the proviso that I was going to go and do it um, going to rent it off her mm-hmm. and when I went there I kind of went through the whole process took the deal analyzer with me and I gave her the two options I said we can do a guaranteed rent scheme at, I can't remember how much it was now, it was about £750 a month right. where she would make about 300 quid because of her mortgage Yeah. or here's the Here's the management service that we do. These are the numbers. This is the money that you could make. This is what you could have had. Um, <laughs> talked her through the benefits of, you know, capital allowances, Section Twenty Four, which to her was all was really was really good because she had a in her personal name. Okay. She had a mortgage on the property where she wasn't able to offset the the, yeah. the interest. Mm. Interesting. Um, she hadn't claimed any capital allowances on the property, but she'd done a refurb on it, so yeah. she could have she could offset that, and it all kind of fell in place really, and it was like it was like one of those, you know, one of those deals that just goes perfectly well, and you're like, I can't believe that just happened. It was yeah. one of the <laughs> first ones I went out to as well. I ended up talking to her for ages, and anyway, she she ended up wanting to go down the service, to the management service route, which was right. great for us. It was our first one, um, so. The first month she, the, the first month we took her on, she had three times her um, net income that she no. was getting previously. What? Three times. And she was like quite happy with that, yeah. <laughs> obviously. We did well out of it as well, you know. Yeah, we, yeah. we got the, we got a, a decent, um, we, we charged 15% for our management contracts. Yeah. So she... She, we got fifteen percent of the uplift, and she got three times the amount of what she was, what she was yeah, getting. Yeah. Win win, win win, yeah, win, yeah. win situation, absolutely. Um, and that's carried on, and it's got um over the summer months. It was in the summer that she got that. Yeah, yeah. You know. But over the summer months, it got better and better, and it died off a little bit in November and December's. But it's still still good money. She's still getting probably double the amount of what she was yeah, getting yeah. before, which is. She's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be happy with double. Yeah, you yeah, would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the first management deal we did. So around that sort of time as well, that's when I was uh, kind of coming to the end of my career in in my job. So my job just over broke the call, I think. Um, and I, I'd had a plan to kind of leave. Me and my business partner re- re- did a business plan at the beginning of the year, January, and we were like, right, so if we get x x x amount of properties. We want to get 14 by the end of the year. They're going to give us X amount of uh, net income. Mm-hmm. So this is so the date that we need to do this by is here. Uh, it was October the 6th, which was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Birthday cards, bring them <laughs> in. I'm quite, quite happy for you to send them in. So I built this business plan around me finishing work on the 6th of October yeah. um, 2019. So I actually left work on the 30th of March um, 2018. 
2019. Yeah. Um, for, for a number of different reasons, which are undisclosable. <laughs> um, no, I'm just joking. So I um, I left my left my job a lot earlier than expected, yeah. and I got into it full time. Yeah. So at that point, we were like, right, well, we were getting somebody else to manage it for us, and we were paying them around about two thousand pound a month just to manage our yeah, yeah. our properties and. The person that was managing it was kind of had 70 properties and we were like well he's spending about 10 percent of his time because we had seven properties at the moment at yeah. that time on our properties mm. imagine if we spent two grand on something what yeah. could we get they'd be spending a hundred percent of their time on our properties mm -hmm. so we were like right what could we do next so that's when we started getting into doing um started building our own processes yeah. and getting into our own management and we did some training through some really good um, training providers. Um, and they showed us how to build the systems because the systems part of our business was was where we need, where we thought we could make it or break it. Yeah. So at that point, we got a load of systems. We actually used probably 70% of the systems that they gave us. Yeah. And then we went out and got our own stuff off the open market and used, like the, like I said before, the best-in-class kind of software yeah. systems yeah. and tied them into our business as well. Um, and that took about three three months to set up. Right, we're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So from the beginning of July, we set all our own systems up. We only had seven properties at the time. We integrated those properties into the our new system. Mm -hmm. And in the first month, we increased our revenue by 30%. Nice just nice. by Lovely. just by doing a couple of little things um using our own systems and getting back to guests really quickly mm -hmm. um cutting it down from using like seven or eight um otas to two oh. and we were going up the listings in the mall we were getting really great reviews so again we were going up in the listings but the one change that we made that was the biggest thing that changed we kind of brought revenue into our business was me ringing customers mm -hmm. so I think you've probably seen it in the whatsapp group and the facebook pages but I've got a seven a seven six or seven I forget I should know this <laughs> six or seven stage process of how to get direct bookings yeah and um I just follow that process on every every customer that we get from airbnb and booking.com yeah. make a phone call to them speak to them and just ask them a number of different questions make sure they're happy with the property yeah and then ask them a very simple question. Are you, what, are you in the, what are you in the area for? Mm -hmm. Is it business or is it leisure? If it's leisure, they're not likely to be coming back. Mm -hmm. If it's business, they're likely to be coming back. Mm -hmm. Generally, when you go somewhere for businesses, it's a long period of time, isn't it? Yeah. Especially yeah. if they're like contractors or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if they're coming back, I would just say to them, look, <clears throat> if I could do this for you at 5% cheaper than what you paid this week, would you book with us again next week? Mm. And how many weeks ahead are you staying for? Yeah. They ended up getting like bookings for like three or four months. Nice. Yeah. Direct bookings. Well, you're not paying the OTAs. Mm. And that was probably the, the biggest uplift that we had because we were we were kind of securing the people who were just looking for the best deals on the market and going elsewhere every week, mm -hmm. yeah. speaking to their bosses and saying, look, we'll do you a deal and we'll do it for X amount of time or for as long as you're here. We've got loads of business off the back of that. Nice. But that very simple um, phone call. Yeah. Yeah, July we took on another rent-to-rent -rent deal. 
um, which was a great property. Again, that, that flew out in the first month. Um, again, putting it through our systems. And then in September, um, the one of the letting agents that we built relationships with came to us with a block of free apartments. And we were like, great, this is what we want to get into. Mm. You know, we, we, we went direct to... They introduced us to the landlord. We then did a deal direct with them. Mm -hmm. They furnished the place for us. We got a really good deal on, on these, these three apartments, again, right in the centre of Chester, all two-bedroom apartments. And they, were, they, 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 they fly out because they're all, they're all brand new. They, it was a, mm -hmm. He'd actually done a commercial conversion. He didn't really know he was doing a commercial conversion. Mm -hmm. He changed office block, an office block into three two-bed apartments. Yeah. Really nice apartments, centre of Chester, walking distance to town. Um, and at that time, I, I was kind of looking around LinkedIn. So I found uh, a CEO of a really big company in, in Chester on LinkedIn, contacted them, and they, they messaged me back. I was like, oh, that's never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> he said, speak to my PA, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. And we, nice. put, we put that person into our apartment, and he comes back every two weeks for 14 days. Wow. But the great thing about it was... They're a really big business, and they had loads of other people coming to us. <laughs> so since September this year, they've spent probably about twenty grand. With wow! Us. And that was just by me being cheeky on a on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, but I, can't, I suppose it was. We, we, I'd like to say it was all planned, but all the ones that we took on in the summer, they weren't really planned. They just all kind of landed on us. Yeah. Because you know the summer's like the yeah, yeah prime time. Prime time. I mean, August is like. You just you, th you think all your Christmases have come up once in August. <laughs> you, you always see in, in August all the SA providers like fantastic SA like making all this money. You never hear of them in the winter. Yeah, all <laughs> dead quiet. <laughs> so going forward, so like, what are your plans in business going forward? Any plans for yeah, next so, year? Yeah, we got we got a number of different plans for next year. So next year is all about. Um, you've, you've heard me talk about a lot of rent-to-rent -rent deals. Yeah. yeah. So, and that was the plan, you know, we wanted to build cash flow and we wanted to replace our wages for me and my business partner. Yeah. Uh, which we've, which we're, we're there. We're, I say we're there. We're, we're not quite getting the same wages as what we were when we were working, but we've yeah. built up enough to both satisfy what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and next year's all about growing our management service. Okay. Um, I've got about 24 deals lined up for next year already mm -hmm. for people who are either refurbing their properties and they've got a plan for next year when they're all going to come on board. Mm -hmm. so if I stop now, we'd take another 24 on next year. Okay. That's managed services. I wouldn't want to take another 24 rent to rent deals on, but right. mm -hmm. that's, that's just where we are in, in, in our business. Yeah. But we're also uh, one of our really exciting um well, exciting for me because it's something that I love doing is training people and mentoring and coaching. Yeah. yeah. So we're setting up a, a training business um, called Iconic Training Academy and we're going to do three packages on that. We're going to do a 12-month um, business academy. So somebody who is, doesn't know anything about um, serviced accommodation mm -hmm. um, you know, wants to know everything there is from start to finish. Mm -hmm. We're going to help them build a business, they'll mm. come on board with us, they'll start with company structure, they'll tie into all of our, our power team, and through throughout the process of a year, at the end of it, they'll have a cash flow in business where um, they can go off on their own and, and run it themselves. Yeah. So that's the first package. 
and and again that's that's really aimed at people that are that are in work so where I where me and my business partner mm. were 12 months ago yeah and how you can build up a cash flow cash flow to get you out of work and just have your your minimum payment to cover your needs mm-hmm. and then build a, a wage off the back of it and have a business at the end of it yeah because we all know running service accommodation is it is like it's a business yeah, you've got the is, customer yeah. service side of it you've got all sorts of moving parts to it that mm. When a lot of people get into it, they don't realise mm. that it can be a headache if you haven't got your system set up mm. properly. So we're going to do that for people over a 12-month period. And our second package is a six-month period where it might be people like yourselves that have got, you know, three, four units set up mm-hmm. where you just want to learn more. Yeah. You want to build, um, you, want to, you, want, you want to know to take more more properties on you know how to speak to developers how to get more rent to rent deals on board what to do with letting agents um and then also build the system around your business that's going to help you guys outsource everything yeah you know taking on virtual assistants telling you what applications to use and tying them all into each other and making sure it all talks Mm -hmm. and makes things easy tell you two want to buy it already (laughs) you're in you're in you're telling and then we're going to do a three-month package, which is just literally around our systems. Okay. Yep. So it's a system builder, uh, and that will tie you into. We'll, we'll show you how to build the systems. We'll come and help you build the systems around yeah. your business that you've already got that, that's already working. And that's yeah, yeah. for people who are, you know, they may have six or seven properties, and mm. they're kind of pulling their hair out at the moment yeah, yeah, because yeah. they haven't outsourced everything they're trying to do it for themselves yeah, so it would be like recruiting VAs putting all the systems in place making sure they all talk to each other and having a fully uh, systemised business where you've got processes and processes for everything yeah, yeah. yeah. And videos and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. so that's that's the exciting thing that we're doing next year yeah. and then I've got one last thing another thing that I'd like to get into which is a commercial conversion so I offered offered on a 500 square metre um office block nice which is very close to one of our other ap- apartments that we've got really yeah yeah right across the road from it and I've, I've made an offer on that and I get to know mid-January whether that offer is accepted so if I find that if I get that that'll be um, nine or ten apartments for nice. next year that'll be a project that I'll I'll sit in and run as well brilliant so they're the they're the three three main areas so the serviced Ma- the management service, yeah. the uh, the training company, and yeah. a, a, commercial well, conversion. a large commercial conversion in my eyes. It might be small to some people, but yeah. it's a big one for me. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. exciting yeah. times. I know, yeah. All exciting yeah. times, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, after that, let's come down, have a nosey when you get it. Absolutely. Any time, boys. Any that'll, time. Be, that'll be a crack of that one. 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be very excited. Am I excited? Yeah. I'm ecstatic. I mean, you know, this year's all been about kind of set up getting things into a place where you can, can outsource stuff. Yeah. And now we're in that position and we've been able to kind of offload some stuff to other people yeah. and not be in the business sort of full-time ourselves. We are able to do that now. Mm. So I'm really excited about next year, yeah. Brilliant. It's nice to be in that place. Yeah, it is. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Really, really good place to be in. Excellent. Is there any advice that you give to someone starting out new that would be looking to kind of go down that journey, leave their full-time job, I'll be one or two bits of advice that you give It would be silly of me not to say get a mentorship and get yeah. some training, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, Who did you use? Did you have a bit of a mentor to start or for someone for training? Yeah, so we... It was progressive property for me. I mean, yeah. the the community there was great. 
We also used a, a systems guy um, who was fantastic, a guy called David Diak. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he helped yeah. us build our the base of our system and then yeah. we kind of expanded stuff on top of it. But he was a diamond. He was really good. Really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good guy. And really kind of hands-on with you as well. So mm. you were able to go to him and he'd answer all the questions. And mm. that was really good for us. Nice. Um, yeah, but I mean, the, my advice to somebody starting out who who doesn't really know what they're doing, yeah. don't just jump into it with yeah. both feet. Get get a mentor, get some training, make sure you build build your processes up properly. Yeah. And um, and yeah, because you, you don't don't go out there and make the mistakes that everybody else makes. Yeah. Mm. You know, don't don't reinvent the wheel because there's somebody else out there that's already been there and done it. So just yeah. go out and get it get it off of them and it'll be yeah. a much quicker process for you and you'll make money more a lot quicker yeah, yeah. i wish i'd done it at the beginning to be honest because we, yeah. we kind of jumped in two feet and although wolf you did really well yeah we had the the woolly clothes put there for in fortune that we're offloading this year because we jumped into that yeah. without de-analyzing it and yeah, yeah. the all the market research and all the yeah, stupid yeah. stuff that you shouldn't have, that we shouldn't have done yeah but we've made yeah. the mistakes over the it's a learning curve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But get mentored, get trained, mm-hmm. be successful. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. Definitely yeah. get that, yeah. That's yeah. the yeah. iconic strap line. Yeah. 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 I forgot what it was already. Yeah. <laughs> get mentored, get trained. Be successful. Be successful. With mm. iconic. With iconic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, <laughs> so again uh, where can people find you? Where can they get in contact with you? Yeah. Right, so any anybody who wants to contact me, more than happy to uh, give you my email address. So that's Dave at Iconic with a K, I K O N I C, online.com. You can also join our uh, me on Facebook, that's Dave Iconic. Um, anybody who wants to be involved in the, the, the SA community group, more than happy for you to come on to that. Um, if you friend request me on Facebook, and let send me a message to say you've been listening to this podcast. We'll add you to our closed group so you can come in and ask any advice on there. Um, and a mo- mobile number. Should I give my mobile oh, number? Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. All over YouTube. We'll cut it Perfect. Thanks very much, Dave. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Dave. Thanks very much for joining us here. You too. Perfect. See you later. Perfect. See you. Bye. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness.